Well, it's just absolute pandemonium inside the Michigan GOP. My words. And I don't I don't know what exactly the fixes are, but some inside the party say the fixes would be to remove Christina Caramo as chair of the state Republican Party. Craig Mauger is the reporter with the Detroit News and joins us. Craig, good to have you. Hey, thanks for having me. Quite a moment for the Michigan GOP. There's no doubt about it. What are what are some of those inside the party trying to do here? They're trying to get a special meeting of the Michigan Republican Party State Committee called on December 27th, two days after Christmas, to hold a vote on whether to remove Chairwoman Christina Caramo, the leader of the party right now. And what do they what do they cite as the main reasons for that? I mean, obviously, you have been uh, and with your past um, very active on campaign finance and and the money that they've got in the bank, which isn't a lot. At least as of what August, they had about thirty-five August. grand in it. So yes. th- th- they're strapped for cash, and they're they're trying to install a new way inside the party and how the party would be able to help choose candidates for elected offices. But there, there seems to be a lot of dysfunction. What what would it require for those to to seek her removal? What what would they need? For them to remove her, they're going to need at least two-thirds of the state committee. The state committee has about 100 people, so they'd have to change the bylaws and try to move the threshold to oust a party officer down to two-thirds. It's currently three-fourths, which is an even higher standard to have to meet. And that's not going to be easy because some of these people are the most dedicated you know, party activists, the most dedicated to Karamo. She's turned a lot of people who were supporting her previously off, but I don't know if she has turned all of them off mm-hmm. on the state committee. So it's, it's not an easy task for those who are trying to oust her. What is, uh, from, from your standpoint, what is the, the tenor of, of the current Michigan GOP? Where, where are, what is the morale like inside? Do they, do they feel like they're on the right trajectory from those inside the party? No, I mean, I think the morale within the party is divisive. It's frustrated. They're focused on trying to figure out this internal squabble, not trying to figure out how to win the next election. I mean, keep in mind, why does this matter? I mean, we have a government system that's based around having two functional parties who nominate candidates and then voters sort out who's better. That's what our system's based around. If one of the parties is not functioning doesn't have money, doesn't have a team out there to be able to go advocate, can't campaign, is about to default on its line of credit. These are things that will restrict that party from being able to run effective campaigns. The presidential election in 2024 is less than 12 months away right now. From people that you've talked to, what what is the ideal situation for, for those that maybe would like to see Christina Caramo removed from power what what is the ultimate goal here is the idea that if she goes then the money starts coming in i think that's the goal i think they want to see a new chair put in place somebody who's willing to work with the different factions of the party try to bring people together maybe if they can't get along they can at least cooperate and get on some sort of the same page that's what they're saying i mean that's easier said than done because there are so many different fissures within the party right now but that's the, the goal that they're at least talking about. 
I was uh, given an email uh, that Christina Caramo had sent out late Friday. I'm sure you've seen the same one. But there is a, a, a different grouping of priorities for what the Michigan GOP is looking at. Um, and, and that's party structure, legislation, the good neighbor program, election integrity, and changes to uh, that, that inevitably led to Andy Seabolt's dismissal from the party. Um do you believe that those inside feel like these are the proper pillars to be putting the party up on, or would they like to see different focuses other places? I think they want to see some of the same focuses, but also some different focuses. I mean, one of the core disagreements here is how the party should handle these internal conflicts. Should the party be taking help from anyone that is willing to provide it? I mean, keep in mind, that members of Christina Caramo's leadership team have flat out said that they do not want help from some of the past large donors mm-hmm. who have funded this party for so many years. Uh, the others are saying we should be taking help from whoever is willing to hand it to us. That's the state that we're in currently. I mean, the party had $35,000 in its bank accounts in August. So I think those are the kind of standpoint of disagreements that you have here. How do you deal with people that maybe you don't agree with everything on? I mean, Christina has taken a hard line. Others don't want to take such a hard line. Well, look, and a buck spends like a buck anywhere you go, depending on who you get it from. Dollar's a dollar. And and that's where I think the the the, the Michigan GOP struggles right now is they, they don't want to take money from certain people because they don't want to feel like they're beholden. But at the same time, if they want to be a factor uh, going into this next election cycle, um, they're going to have to raise money. And and the fact that at this stage of the game, they they don't have serious cash on hand and, you know, talking about trying to sell off the headquarters, which they don't even have the the ability to do is is a pretty shocking place for, I think, a state party to be in on the on the flip side. You're going against a Michigan Democratic Party that is rolling, that is able to to bring in money. And I think that that's probably a, a frustration point for a lot of those inside the Michigan Republican Party saying, all right, well, w- we're trying to do our best. And you look yeah. across the aisle and, and you know, you're in a rowboat and the other uh, side is is in a speedboat. That's got to be frustrating. Oh, I think you're spot on. I mean, the, the difference in where the two parties are at right now could not be more distinct. The Democratic Party is a well-oiled machine with a governor at you know governor whitmer at the front of it who is getting a lot of national attention can raise a lot of money there's no one in place like that for the republicans right now winning heals a lot of problems democrats have disagreements but they've won a lot of elections in michigan lately right now the republicans are facing the struggles that come along with losing elections and not having a leader and that's just where they are is there any sense that Christina Caramo would be willing to come around on some of the issues or willing to listen in on the concerns of those who now oppose her? Is there any indication that she's willing to to to, to sit down, talk with people and listen? I mean, that's I can't answer that question you know, for her. I'd be curious what she would say to that. I think we can only go by what her actions have been, and her actions most recently have been throwing off some of the members of the state committee from committee assignments because they have disagreed with some of her approaches, basically. And she has said it's for other reasons, but it's it's clearly a lot of the people that were opposed to her within the state committee 
lost their committee assignments recently. You mentioned one of them, Andy Siebold. So that doesn't really set the tone up for harmony within the party. And that move to kind of throw some of these people out of these positions of influence, that move threatened, uh, frustrated a lot of people within the state committee and actually probably gave, if you talk to the opponents, they'll say that gave them more momentum and their push to push to try to gain the amount of signatures they need to call this vote to remove her in, on December 27th. So, you know, as she is trying to kind of hold on to power, consolidate her power, she's also risking maybe giving even more fuel to her opponents right now. Well, when you're not keeping your eye on the ball, you're looking somewhere else and, and you know, strikes are being thrown pat, or, you know, right down yeah. the plate. It's a problem as well. Um, when would this vote take place, do you think? Do they have the, the, the gusto to get it done? They're hoping that they can get it to take place December 27th. They're hoping that during that special meeting they can hold this vote. Whether or not that happens will, will depend on a lot over what plays out in the next few weeks. If they continue to gain momentum, I don't think they have the votes they need right now to vote her out, but they think they're going to get there. So mm. we'll see. Craig Monger, as always, good stuff. We'll talk again soon, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, you got it. Uh, 800-859-0957 if you want to weigh in on that. Also, uh, coming up next, we're talking Michigan football. They are the number one seed going into the college football playoff and they've drawn the dreaded Crimson Tide. That's next on JR Afternoon.